0: Good morning everyone. It's been about six, seven months since I was on here and a lot has happened as always. Um, so I'm just going to do another recap um, and catch everyone up to speed. If you haven't listened to my previous podcast, it'll keep you from having to backtrack and see what this is all about which is basically just my crazy, chaotic, ever-changing life. So um, last year in the springtime, um, I downloaded this dating, networking, best friend app called Bumble. And for the people who know me in my everyday life, we all know that I think people who use apps are weirdos. And they're probably serial killers, and anytime my friends would tell me they met someone on there, I would laugh, make fun of them, because I'm kind of a jerk like that sometimes. But I downloaded it out of boredom, because I was watching YouTube videos of people using other people's accounts, and I thought it was funny. Well, I had the app about two days, and I met my current boyfriend. (laughs) But yeah, I met him on there and, um, he asked me how long I've been on there and I was like, actually, I'm just on here to harass people. Like, sorry, but he actually like engaged with me and started asking me questions and he was really funny and it was just nice to have someone to like chit chat with, um, of the opposite sex who wasn't immediately like, show me your body, like let's hook up and the norm that goes with that, as many people can relate to. And so a couple of days later, I'm at work. And I'm getting ready to leave. And I leave. And he's like, no, no, go back. And I'm like, what? This is weird. So I turn around the parking lot. And I go back. And there are flowers sitting on my desk. And he had had flowers delivered to my work. Keep in mind, we had not met face-to-face yet so that just blew me away I didn't know that people still do stuff like that and then I started kind of grilling him like oh this is how you get all the girls like I'm not special whatever because you know again I'm kind of a jerk and it just really like touched my heart to have someone who doesn't really know me make such a big gesture and we all know flower deliveries are not cheap. And so yeah, we still had met face to face. Uh, A day or two goes by and he asked if he can bring me coffee to work. And I said, yes. And then I was panicking because I have never met a stranger. I don't do stuff like that. Um, And it was just very, very like I don't know, I was just, I had him come to my work just because I felt like that was like the safest place, (laughs) so he brings me coffee, and I can't stop smiling, and my heart is racing, and he is way cuter in person than he was online, and I'm just completely rattled, and he is equally as anxious and nervous, which made me feel better. And in my mind, I'm just like, come on, universe, make him like me back. And so we kept talking for a couple days. And when I met him, you know, as a single mom of three kids, so I don't have a lot of time. Like, I can't just be running amok and being at someone's beck and call. And I told him that from the beginning, like, we like, that's just not something I can do if you need or want A girl that can, you know, pick you up in the middle of the night and, like, meet up with you at all hours and do X, Y, Z. Like, that's not me. Like, I have to have a schedule. I have to have a time. Like, that's just how it is. And he was extremely respectful of that. And he works or worked. He still works. He's not a bum. But he worked a lot of crazy hours and told me, you know, like, he really related to that. And that, You know, in the past, his work schedule had always been like an issue and that he liked that I was so busy with work and all my kids to where I was occupied, basically. (laughs) And so we finally arranged to have our first date. So we meet for our first date and to be honest, I almost bailed and that's something he knows. And like I shared with him and he kind of like laughed at me about because I've never dated. That is not something I've done. Um, I don't meet people. I very much like my solitude and my alone time. And so this whole thing was completely out of my realm. Like I had no idea what I was doing. um, And I had always just kind of joked like if I ever had a date, like it would just be a shit show because I don't date. I don't look for people's attention. I'm just, I'm not that type of person. And so the whole day leading up to our date, I am just like stressed and I'm reaching out to all my friends and just panicking and then... Um, on top of that, I have really bad anxiety. So I was super nauseous all day and just like stressed out and trying to make the best of it. So it comes down to me leaving work and us having to like meet up and me being the person that I am, I end up showing up with no makeup on. My hair is kind of wrecked. I have a Star Wars t-shirt on, some skinny jeans, and my, like, dirty, dirty chucks that I've had for probably, like, 20 years, and (laughs) I get there, and he's all cute, he's dressed nice and clean, and he smells great, and I'm just like, yo, sorry, like, (laughs) I did the best I could, and he just told me, he's like, you are so beautiful. And just laughed and made me not feel like a complete moron. And so we check in for um, our date. We went to the perch, which um, I'm not sure if he had been there before, but I'd never been there before. Didn't realize it's full of birds, which I am terrified of, but you know, it is what it is. That's just how my life goes. And then we just kind of hung out in the car for a little bit, waiting for them to page us in. And then we went in, and we ordered, like, this custom pizza that was really, really good. And our waiter was funny, and I really liked the shirts that they had there, and I mentioned it. And then I went to the bathroom, and I came back, and he was like, oh, hey, like, I got you a shirt, which was just so sweet. Like, I was just over, like, the moon about it because I didn't expect a shirt on top of dinner, you know, but it just made me happy. So, you know, we finished our food and we went back to our cars and just kind of talked out there and, you know, made out a little bit, not going to lie. It was great. And then, you know, we both went home, like nothing else happened and it was very low key and sweet. And, of course, I'm like, is that how it's supposed to go? Like, did he expect something else? And thankfully, like, he was a complete gentleman and did not and wasn't, like, salty about it. So that was really sweet. And um, <laughs> I just keep thinking about, like, the personal conversations we had that night, which I won't share because they're between us and they're cute. But it definitely, like, still makes me smile to think about how far we've come from that first date and the other dates that we went on after that. Because, you know, he would work around my schedule with my children and my job. So that way we could have time together and go on little adventures. And it was just really sweet to have that. And so while, you know we're starting this new relationship um as I've mentioned I have three children from previous relationships yes I have two other baby daddies it's not something I'm ever ashamed of or like feel bad my kids are very well taken care of I don't have any negative things to say in that regard I mean I'm sure people will like nitpick and point fingers and make up crazy stuff or whatever but that's my life and I'm not ashamed of it and I love it and my children are the greatest things to ever happen to me they've kept me very in line and very stable and very driven so I cannot say anything negative when it comes to that but dating with children is a whole different ball game because you have to make sure whoever you start dating that they'll be a good fit for your family and they'll be able to handle you know the what your family is and i have friends who have waited like an entire year of dating someone to introduce their kids and then they don't get along their new significant other doesn't like kids or the kids don't like them and it just creates a lot of chaos and it's a very stressful environment And then I have people who have dated someone for not a long time, but then, you know, introduces them to their children because they want to see where it's going to go. And I think for each person and each family, that boundary is different and it's a very personal thing. And I feel like it's something that other people will judge, but that's life. People judge whatever you do. So it doesn't really matter what they think. And so... When we first started dating, I told him, you know, he probably won't meet my kids because he would ask about them and wanted to know about them. And I kind of shut it down from the very beginning, not because I didn't see our relationship going anywhere. I just didn't want to address that yet. So he actually ended up meeting my kids on like in a very unplanned way. We my children and I were at a karate tournament. Because my oldest does karate and jiu-jitsu and kickboxing and all that. And the establishment that I was at, the air conditioner broke. And it was so hot. My middle child was trying to take her clothes off. Everyone's sweating, miserable. And because the air conditioning broke, I think there was a power shortage or something. Because the vending machines weren't working. Everyone's thirsty. We're all losing our minds. And I'm telling him about it. And his job happened to be right down the street. He's like, oh, we have cases of water here. Like, I'll bring you a case of water. No big deal. And I'm like, okay, like, that's really cool. Like, thank you. And so he brings water. And that's when I introduced him to my littlest one because I had to take her with me outside. I couldn't leave her inside unattended. She would run away. So we go outside and he meets her. And she immediately just starts chit-chatting with him which is very rare for her. She doesn't like people in general. She doesn't acknowledge them. There's people who have known her since she was born and see her almost every day, and she just doesn't even say hi. So she was talking to him and wanted to sit in his car and gave him a high five and was just being super sweet to where, you know, you hear that babies and dogs are really good judges of character. So I went inside and was telling the other moms about it. And they were just telling me, you know, go for it. Like, date, get out there. Don't die alone. (laughs) And so that was the first meeting with one of my children. And from there, he met my other children. And in between that, um, I actually met his parents and his sister And that was an interesting first meeting because my boyfriend had been sick and me being the mom that I am, I'm like, okay, let me get you all these home remedies and essential oils and ice packs, whatever. And I drop it off to him and we're like hanging out and all of a sudden like his parents come walking in and his sister and I'm just like, oh my gosh, because I have not met parents since I was a teenager Like, that's just not something I've done. And I was, I had no idea what to do. I'm just sitting there with my mouth open. I'm like, do I jump out the window? Like, what do I do? So he introduces me to them and his parents are just like, so like confused and dazed. Like, who is this girl? Like, you have not mentioned anybody. Like, and so they're, you know, it was kind of awkward. And then they started talking to me and like getting to know me. And then from there, I don't know how it never came up, but um, neither of us had said anything about my children, like to his parents, we kind of just in passing would see each other. And I realized that one day. And so his parents wanted to go out to dinner one time and I told my boyfriend like, Hey, I I just realized that we haven't told your parents that I have kids. And he didn't think it was a big deal, but any mom who's dated a young, single guy, you know that it's just, like, not ideal. Like, nobody wants their child to take on, like, excess baggage. Like, that's just how the world works. He didn't think it was a big deal. We go to dinner, and he starts texting me under the table about how he's going to throw up on the table and how he's so anxious Because his parents are asking us what we're going to do that weekend coming up. And we already knew that we were going to take my children to this indoor soccer game. And we had the tickets. And so he's talking about it. And then he tells his mom. And I thought he was going to throw up. Like, (laughs) he looked so nervous. And his mom and dad look at me. And his mom was like, you have children? And I told her yes. And then she asked to see pictures. And then after that, you know, was like, oh, you should bring them over to swim. Like we would love to have all of you over. Let's do that instead. And it was just very, very accepting of the whole thing. And it just really like eased my mind additionally about our relationship and our future that they Both his parents were so accepting of it. And so we spent pretty much all last summer just going to his parents' house and swimming and hanging out. And, you know, the kids got to bond because they have no grandparents out here. My ex's parents live in Florida and my parents live in Texas and we live in Arizona. So it was just nice for them to have, you know, grandparents and my Weird's mom is so wonderful. Like, she is just the epitome of grandma, but we call her Mima. She doesn't want to be grandma. And I just really like that my kids have that bonding experience and get to know them. And they just look forward to going over there and getting to color and swim and all the snacks that, you know, grandparents have at their house. It just really makes their day. And so last summer, like I said, was a lot of adventures. My boyfriend and I went on solo adventures around Arizona and then, you know, just kind of like toward the cities because I'm not from here and he grew up here and he showed me a lot of cool stuff and we got to know each other better. He got to know my children better. I got to know his family better and we just kind of grew from there and Um, once school started, my work schedule at the time was just very chaotic and he really stepped up and, um, our schedules kind of overlapped at the time. So he'd take my children to school and then I would be able to pick them up after school and it just really worked out nicely for us. And then, um, the holidays came and that was a lot of fun with getting to dress up and, His birthday was in September and we got to go see Jay-Z and Beyonce, which was amazing for his birthday and that show like still to this day. Oh my gosh. I'm not a Beyonce fan. I'm a Jay-Z fan, but even if you're not a fan of either one, I highly recommend you go get tickets and see them. It's worth the money. It's worth not paying your rent for a month just kidding don't do that that's like very very irresponsible but we got to do the holidays him and I dressed up as a Wreck-It Ralph and Vanellope for Halloween and the kids got dressed and then we spent Thanksgiving with his parents and um I've always spent the holidays with my parents so it was really it was really nice to have somewhere to go because I didn't know what I was gonna do um And then Christmas came and that was just like a really special time because my parents came from Texas with my little sister who, I mean, she's not little, she's in high school, but she'll always be my little baby sister. And we got to have our families together and um, I had just started my new job which was completely on the opposite spectrum of everything that I've been doing, but still in the same realm. Um, I've always been in healthcare. I worked in an OB office. I've worked for an orthopedic surgeon. I've worked pulmonary disease and internal medicine. Um, I was a scrub tech, um, a surgery tech, pretty much done it all. But Arizona is a medical marijuana state. And one of my very close friends um, was going into a new position at a new dispensary that was opening and reached out to me and helped me, you know, get into the industry, which has been amazing. Um, There's so much that goes into it, so much education and knowledge and, you know, it's just, it's not, oh, let's get high, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. So I was making that transition right at Christmas time when my parents were coming and my job was very understanding. They gave me the time off, even though I had just started working there and really worked around my schedule because I don't get to see my family that much and it kind of sucks. And we took the kids to go see the lights and do all the Christmas stuff that there is to do here and just spend family time together. We spent a lot of time just hanging out in the living room, and catching up, and chatting, and just getting to know each other, and the only, like, downfall, or bad part, or I don't even know if that's correct verbiage, was that uh, my boyfriend had to work a lot still, and his schedule was, you know, 2 to 10, so he missed a lot of it, and, you know, my family wished they could have spent more time, like, getting to know him, Um, Just because they saw and see how happy, like, the children and I are and how well taken care of we are in, like, an emotional, like, way. Like, financially, I've always had it. But just seeing someone, like, give us, like, emotional support and just love us, that really means a lot to my parents. I think the best and biggest and coolest part of my family coming for Christmas was that um, my boyfriend and I had actually found out a couple weeks before that we were going to have a baby. (laughs) And it was something that we had had talked about. Um, Like I've said before, he doesn't have any children of his own and I have three. And I kind of expressed my worries about having another kid and how, you know, I'm already a single mom of three kids, like four is a lot. And you know, we'll just see where the wind takes us, and so we had talked about trying, you know, to have a baby in, you know, this time of, you know, July 2019 was when we would put it on the table again, and we had just kind of left it alone, didn't really think about it, and obviously weren't as careful as we thought we were being, and so um, I found out I was pregnant in November, and um, that was, that was interesting. Cause, um, I found out at work, I, on my lunch break, I was like, okay, I'll go get a test. Like I'm not pregnant. We've just been under a lot of stress because the kids were, I think on fall break or just finished fall break. He's doing stuff at work. I'm busy at my job. You know, I'm like, it's just stress. Like I'm not even worried. It never crossed my mind, which, you know, that's pretty much what everyone says. So, I take a test, it's positive, I take another one, it's positive, I'm losing my shit. And (laughs) he's on his way to work, so I, like, tell him, and he's losing his mind, he has to, like, get off the phone and call his best friend, who, like, gives him all the advice in the world, and is just, like, a really good, like, person to have, like, I'm very thankful that he has his best friend. So, um... His parents and sister and my parents and sister and me and him and all my children were all together for Christmas and his mom cooked a bunch of food and I had the worst all day sickness and I am trying to hide it from my parents while they're here and my mom just knows me like my mom raised me she knows when something's off. She kept asking me, like, you're being weird, like, because I kept sneaking off and throwing up, like, everywhere, because I was so nauseous, so I like, I threw up in the kitchen sink, and I could hear her coming down the stairs and was, like, cleaning it out, and then I kept going, I went outside, and, like, threw up on the side of the house, and was just being really weird the whole time she was here, because I didn't want to tell her yet, and I didn't, like, we hadn't figured out how we were going to tell our parents yet. And I had actually told my boyfriend's mom already a couple weeks before. Um, Because I was at their house. And she just kept like looking at me. And she could tell that I was like a little off. And then I finally just told her. And she hugged me. And I kind of like cried. Because it was just like unexpected. It's not that it was like unwanted or anything. It was just unexpected. So, um we kind of just, my boyfriend and I, like, went back and forth, like, how are we going to tell our parents? Should we tell them now? Because it was still pretty early. I think at that time, I was only, like, 10 weeks, and it's kind of, like, a taboo thing still to say anything too early, and so um, we eventually decided that it would just be better to have everyone's support if anything, you know, didn't go according to plan, and So one of the mornings um, that my parents were here, my boyfriend's at work, and I take my parents to go eat at one of my favorite restaurants, which is the Olive Mill in Queen Creek. And um, my dumb self actually had, like, my pregnancy confirmation from my doctor, like, sitting in the front seat. My stepdad gets in, and he, like, hands it to me. And I don't even realize like what he's handing me. I just stick it between the seat and my mom and sister get in. All my children are in and we go. And then it wasn't until after we finished eating, got home, and everyone's getting out. that I looked down and see what he handed me. And I panicked because I'm like, oh, my God, like he knows like we can't hide it. He's going to tell my mom and then my mom's going to be upset that I didn't tell her that she had to find out this way. So when my boyfriend came over later that day we told my parents and my mom cried because she was all emotional but then I told them that they couldn't tell or say anything because we had not fully told Marcus's family and we decided that we would tell them on Christmas day when we all gathered at his parents house for Christmas and I just thought that would be like a really special time to tell them and we didn't do like a big reveal or like a present or anything because that's just not our style we didn't have like a videographer and photographers or anything it was just very intimate and something that I haven't really shared um how it was done or whatever until now um so we're all just sitting in his parents living room and um Marcus tells everyone like oh hey like we're gonna have a baby and It was kind of quiet for a minute because everyone's like, wait, what? Like, you guys are having a baby. Like, you're very, like, nonchalant about this. And then everyone got excited. And, like, our moms were both, like, teary-eyed. Because I could probably have, like, 16 children. And my mom would, like, never get tired of being grandma and me being the size of a house and crazy. Like, she just loves seeing that. And for Marcus and his parents, you know, it's their first grandbaby. And they're super excited and they've been so supportive since you know they're they are they're close and my family's not so I see them a lot and I go hang out with them on the weekends but they've just been very supportive his family always checks in ask how I'm doing how's the baby doing you know they like getting the weekly monthly updates about the baby's progress and you know today's July 16th And my due date is July 20th, so this baby is coming at any time. And since um, Christmas time, it's been a lot of ups and downs. Like I said, I was super sick in the beginning and it was very hard, you know, going to work every day. I'm sure a lot of females and mothers can relate to this, especially if you have HG um, which I can never pronounce right, but it's extreme morning sickness. Um, it's all day, every day through the night, you know, vomiting like 30, 40 times a day. You can't keep anything down. Um, people didn't believe that I was pregnant for quite some time because I wasn't gaining any weight because I was just so sick, but our baby was always healthy and good. And, my vitals are always good. So the doctors were never worried about anything. And, you know, the last six, seven months, we've just been growing a baby, going to work, you know, letting the children know like, hey, you guys are going to get a new sibling. And they've all been super excited. The little one's constantly rubbing my belly and talking to the baby. It's the cutest thing. And since we've kept everything so personal, we haven't told anyone or very many people the gender of the baby. We've kept that to ourselves mainly because we're pretty private people in a certain aspect, but also um we had two ultrasounds and they were kind of like, "Oh, we think it's this." So, we have an idea possibly and we're kind of like holding on to the idea because we've gotten used to it and accustomed to what you know we're gonna be having but at the same time it might not so it's been interesting and it'll be an interesting you know next couple days like I said my due date you know today's the 16th of July my due date is the 20th And with the upcoming delivery of the baby, there's still some additional things that are up in the air. Um, I had two natural deliveries and then a C-section. And so with this one, they're giving me until 7.25 to go into natural labor and possibly try a VBAC, which is a vaginal delivery after a C-section. Um, So far, the baby is not cooperating, still not in the correct position, Um, but they're giving time. You know, I'm healthy and baby's healthy, so there's no risk currently um, for the baby to get in position. If not, then I have my scheduled C-section on the 25th, and that's when we'll finally get to meet our baby and... Um, I am insanely anxious about the whole process because there's so much going on in our lives right now, which I'm sure everyone has stuff going on in their lives. But this time of year, especially right now, is just pure insanity. So today is July 16th. Like I said, baby's due July 20th. And then um, if baby doesn't make its appearance by July 25th, then I have a scheduled C-section. On top of that, the children go back to school on July 22nd. So any mom that's had a C-section knows like, Once you have that done, you are pretty immobile for a while. You're not supposed to lift anything. You're not supposed to drive. So having a baby during the first week of school is going to be pure insanity. Um, I have a kindergartner and a fifth grader. And then I have my three-year-old at home. So there's just like a lot of anxiety and planning or trying to plan at least going into it because we just kinda don't know how this baby's gonna come. Am I gonna be in the hospital for like a day or is it gonna be three to four days? Finding child care for the children and making sure they can get to school and their after school activities and it's kind of kind of wild, kind of stressful, but it's one of those things that um, We just kind of have to sit and wait on because we don't really know the outcome yet. And thankfully, I have the best, best friend in the world who's just kind of on standby. Um, she lives in the neighborhood across from me, which is so, so convenient because she can come over. She knows where everything in my house is. So if I have to leave, she can come over here, run my house with no problem, get my kids where they need to be all of that and I am so thankful to have her. Um because I had a similar setup when I had my last child. Um but I was in Texas at the time. But one of my best friends actually lived in my neighborhood. So she would come over in the morning, the afternoon and just made sure I had everything. And having that support system, I feel bad for anyone who doesn't have it or can't have it for whatever reason. Because it makes the world so much easier. It makes coming home easier. It makes postpartum easier just to have that support and have extra hands to help you. And like if I didn't have that, I would probably be a emotional hormonal wreck right now because I wouldn't know what to do honestly. And so that makes, you know, the next nine days easier to take in and not let them fully consume my soul with anxiety and what ifs and so that is the little recap of the last year year and a half of my life and everything that's been going on with work and my relationship and the children and the new baby and it's not something that I've like openly shared with people. A lot of people I just kind of popped up seven months pregnant and <laughs> it raised a lot of eyebrows and people had questions which is fine um, but I like to kind of just address everything at one time and for the future. Um, you know, I'm going to be in recovery from having this baby. I'm on maternity leave for an extended period of time, which is unpaid, unfortunately, but that's of no fault to my job. My job is wonderful. I miss everyone that I work with. I have, oh my God, just the most amazing job and people that I work with. So I definitely have, like I just said, I just miss my job. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm getting time with my children and with my new baby coming and it's just going to be, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot, but it'll be fun. And, you know, I just wanted to kind of update everyone collectively as to what's been going on, squash any rumors or concerns or anything like that and I just kind of like having this documentation as well for myself for the future to go back and listen to and just kind of see where I was at I think that's the beauty of like podcasts and the internet is you can always like look back and see how far you've come or if you didn't make any progress you know whatever but as always thanks for listening thanks for giving me your time and I'll update, you know, the next time I have a chance, it might be a couple weeks, it might be a couple months, (laughs) who really knows, but um, thanks y'all, have a good day.